do you think you could do this job? There's sometimes I think, can I do this job? But I've been doing it, and I have somebody who does it also very well. And for the first time on Breaking Into, we're going to talk about hosting next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives, Breaking Into. I am ready for success. A song. I am oh, success. No way. This is cool. I have an album. <laughs> I know. Songs from the inside ready. voice. I am ready. I am ready for success. I wrote this. It's my theme song. Hi, you guys. Welcome to Breaking Into. I'm your host, James Lott Jr. And you are hearing my song, I Am Ready, which came out last year. A year ago, last week it came out. It was my first song ever that I ever wrote, recorded, and did. And I'm so proud of it. And it's on my new album, Songs for My Inside Voice. You can get it anywhere where you can find albums. I mean, it's on everything. And it's a very motivational song because I am ready for success. And this lady has success also. And I met her about a year or so ago. And I was just, I fell in love with her. Just, I just, I was like, instantly, we come from similar mindsets. And also, she started this thing called Host in LA. If some of you guys are hosts out there and on Facebook, there's a big group. It's a big group. And it's Host in LA. And if you've seen her now, some people were telling me, I've seen her name before. Well, this is the person that I'm going to be talking to today. But she's also been an actress, I believe writer also, does some writing. Uh, not really but too, much, too much, but, but just a little, little bit. bit. She has an really IMDb page. <laughs> yeah, we have an image. But she's, I mean, she's done many things. So we're going to actually talk about what she's done outside of hosting, within hosting. I just want to get started because I just love her so much, Aww. Shay Holland. I'm so excited to be here, and I love that song. Yes. I am ready. <laughs> I am ready. Are you ready, girl? Oh, my girl? gosh, yes. <laughs> it's funny. I, I'm very proud of my – shout out to my producer, Palms, who – Thought up the music, I did the lyrics, and we just, it was like magic. And I thought, for anybody out there who wants motivation, yeah. that's the song you play for yourself. Absolutely. And I love it. it. As I was listening to it, it made me think of all the things we tell ourselves to hold ourselves back. And this is like, no, forget it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just ready. Yes, we are. Now, folks, you can find us on Facebook under Breaking Into. Go ahead and like that page. Also, her page is Hosts in LA. Go there and, and, and if you're a host, go there. There's lots of great support. And sometimes opportunities, um, but go there and I follow that. I'm on that page, so you can follow us there. We're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud, we are on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're everywhere. Black Hollywood Live, breaking into you. Follow wherever you find this podcast, find it, comment, rate, subscribe. Tell me how much you like my hair. <laughs> I don't know. Or her hair. I don't know, somebody like that. So we can do that. Oh, it's okay, so I got that out the way, of course. Now, I want to show a picture first, um, if I follow my show rundown, of us. This is when I first met her in person. You look over there, and that thing there, and she's gonna pull it up soon. Because we met about a year ago at Michael Ripp's house. Yeah, uh, you were doing yeah. it. We were, I was involved in another project called Host in LA, and that's when we first met. I was a producer on the show, and yeah, she was a guest. I remember it. And well. you can actually go on YouTube. It's out there. Meet the host. It's out there. And I just we just had a great conversation, and you just we just I guess like she has something going on. That she oh. is somebody. Well, that's because I was probably asking all the questions, so I'm, <laughs> I'm still not used to being the one on this side of the camera, and it always feels so awkward. How do you, how do you feel right now? I want to start asking questions. <laughs> you, can, you, can ask, you can ask me anything you want if you want to. I, I'm, I'm going to get, okay, folks, now you know I'm going to get charged with my show. <laughs> right, exactly. <But laughs> I will give, because you are good, I, if you want to ask me any questions, you can. Okay. I, I don't grant that to any guests. I, I, can I start now? Yeah, start now. Start now. Do it. Because all, you did such an amazing job at the daytime Emmys. Oh, thank you. And so what was that feeling like for you? Really your coming out moment in a way. Yes, it was. Um, I was at the daytime Emmys this year, um, and I wore this, this, this purple suit, which you guys all saw, of course, online. Right. Um, but being there, it, um, the daytime Emmys are the highest honors for any any kind of daytime acting TV or or uh, children's TV or talk shows, I guess the top honor. 
So to be there with people that I actually know and that are in the industry, people, and, and actually met people that I didn't know that I've seen on TV for years, like Judge Miriam Million from People's Court, um, <laughs> I was half giddy, half felt like I belong there. I was, yeah. I was, I was like yeah, half and half. Yes, it's like, yeah, a lot of my that. friends mm-hmm. are in soaps, and I know mm-hmm, the soaps, mm-hmm. and they know me, and so it was good to see them. And it was, it was fun to see them react to me being there. Like, of course James is here. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. Like, they were so happy to see me. And, but the ones, like, I didn't know. I met Judge Joe Brown. I saw Larry King. It was like, these people that I, I admire as hosts that I admire. Like, there they are. And I get to see them and talk to them and be in their, in their presence. And it was just like, I met some of my idols. It was amazing. It and was... now, you stood out because you had on this purple suit. Yes, I and did. I meant to bring a picture. And I'm so <laughs> mad that I forgot it. Because I actually wear purple today. She did. In honor. She did. For me, it's a good. <laughs> of your big moment. I'm, I'm sure this is going to find a picture. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Uh, yes, it was amazing. It's, and that was a great tip for people that do want to yeah. be on camera, though, is that find a way to show your personality and boom, magic happens. It's funny because that's the thing. I've never used clothing for myself. Mm-hmm. And they always say, you know, women, women. No, men too. Yes. Can we, oh, see, I think she found it. Did she find it already? She found it. I love it. <laughs> Men, too, can actually wear jackets and have clothes that stand out also. And when and the red carpet, okay, so red carpet people, so you've done red carpets, I've done before. It's chaos. Yes. Oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah. People like, don't see that part is, of it. There it is. There he is oh, in I'm the so purple. Proud, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> I mean, but people said, you know, even if they didn't know your name, go to the guy in the purple suit, you they know? Did. So I mean, it did. really is a strategy that can work. They did. There are people who are mad at me next to me. They're like, why well, well, should I be like, okay, now everybody's going to go to you. So I did get right. interviews I did would have not right, gotten. Right. I've gotten pictures. Like with Kelly Pickler, it was a big picture that went viral. She saw me and she's like, I love your suit. I want to get pictures yep, with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's, one of those, it's just one of those rules. The red carpet is hectic. There's PR people. There's stars coming in. Sometimes they cluster sometimes. Sometimes it's one at a time. It just depends. And they have a long line to go down. And I was towards the end. Uh, okay. So they placed me. I was under my JLJ media. Which sometimes they just end. whiz by at the end. Right, they're sometimes. Like, they're just done. <laughs> but they go the other side. But they saw my suit and they're right. like, I want to talk to him. Uh-huh. And I was like, come on <laughs> over. Come great. on over. And so that's it was a great strategy. But I also wanted to be myself. I wanted right. to have something that... You know, as a person of color, you know, I'm black Hollywood lives, I can do that as a black man. <laughs> and as a black woman, a lot of colors are good on us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't be afraid of color. Don't be afraid of color. Yes. Don't yeah. look at every camera. <laughs> Don't be afraid of color. Don't be afraid of color. You get a color. Am, you get yes, a color. Now everybody's going to be stealing your strategy, so you're going to have to up your game somehow. I'm not sure what you're going to do yeah. next time, but... I already have my outfit for the primetime Emmys already. Okay, great. Are you going to give us a color cue or no? Nope. <laughs> no, I'm talking about it. They steal it, but but it, but it's one of those things that for even if you're not a person of color, whatever your strength is, um, yes. whatever your coloring is, hair, everything, use it all to your advantage because it really can get you interviews and get you time to stand out. There's a million people with cameras going me, me, me. Right? Yeah, and, and like I said, people don't see that; they can't see. And you're lucky though because at least you have some height. Like usually when I'm on the red carpet, there are cameras oh, over yeah. my head, under my armpit, like all over because I'm so sure I that I just. Right. And it's hard to really kind of stand out when you're yeah. you know surrounded by this cluster of cameras and Very microphones true. and lights and people. Yes. And Very so true. I love that. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do for my next red carpet. I'm going to yeah. have to give it some thought. But I was going to ask you about the red carpet. How for you? What is one? What is one tip? That you like to give people about the long days because there's a long, it's long days. What is like just what's one thing that you do for yourself usually at red carpets? Flat shoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
that makes total sense, right? Look cute everywhere else, but flashy. No, well, I put the heels on when it's time for the red carpet, and then yes. in between, sometimes, like you said, they're coming in clusters. Yeah. Take the things off, baby, yes. <laughs> because it does get really long <sighs> standing there. And even though it looks glamorous, it's it's work. It it's is work. a lot of work. And, it is work. Mm-hmm. And, how do you how do you like doing interviews with? Because it's, it's it's really quick. You usually get like maybe yeah. a minute and yeah. a half, two exactly. minutes. Really mm-hmm. how, how is it for you when you do red carpet interviews? Um, you know, I. I'm from a news background, so for me, it's, you know, we call it run and gun. It's quick, it's fast, it's live, it's in the moment, you know, forget the BS, we don't need to kind of make nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it kind of plays into my, my strengths, personally. That makes sense. But it is also kind of hard to think of questions that are going to stand out. Like, you you know, you don't want to ask the typical questions, how did you feel about your role, and, right. you know, what's your upcoming thing, right. you know, project, and all that, that stuff you hear over right. and over and over again. And so some of that is maybe doing some research that other people are not going to be doing, and finding something to talk about on the red carpet that's not your you know typical stuff I love a piggyback I'm piggyback off of shades this is one tip that I do I try to know at least one thing that's kind of unusual but not embarrassing right exactly and that, mm-hmm. they, and that, they, have, that they, they may have mentioned here and there right. um, to make sure I have that in my brain when they walk up yeah, yeah. And like one thing I was thinking of, like even, you know, I'm sure the whole world watched the royal wedding, of course, of Meghan Markle and um, Prince Harry this weekend. And I thought, you know, if I ever get a chance to interview her, she and I went to the same school. We both went to Northwestern. And go. then I thought, oh, that's so interesting. And I, as I read a little bit more, I'm like, oh my gosh, we're actually sorority sisters. We're probably like two of the only black people in right. America that were in Kappa Kappa Gamma. Wow. And then as I looked a little bit further, there was all these little details that were similar. And that's one of the things I usually do with interviews in red carpet. Again, it goes back to the research, but finding a way that you can connect so maybe they'll tell you something you know on the record that they haven't told somebody else yes oh how's that how is that feeling when you have an interview and you unearth somebody go i've never told anybody this but you absolutely look like you just ate a full chocolate cake exactly (laughs) totally oh i love that yes that is definitely the moment that i think every host waits for and when you get that moment it it really does feel good. It feels very gratifying, and it's also um, and, and you do bond with that person. There are some people that I interviewed that I actually became friends Me with too. later Same on. Here. Too. Same here. So and then, so, yeah. so hopefully that does, that does happen too. And a lot of times that's good because later when they're doing projects, they will come talk to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or they would question you. I've had a few people who, and Marissa knows this here at AfterBuzz, whenever I call, they, they answer the phone. Yeah. And like, I'll oh, come on in. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure, I'll come on. Well, I asked you, do you answer the phone? And you said, I'll come on in. So I'll be like, we stayed friendly. And that, that's yes. something that, that can work mm-hmm. sometimes, too, to your Absolutely. advantage. Especially with actors or producers mm-hmm. or writers who are continually doing work mm-hmm. and producing content. Yes. It's, yeah. good over, it's good over time. I think it's a good thing. So I'm glad you said that, actually. Um, so give me these little tips, folks. Cause, yeah. Okay, because hosting... Let's explain to people, because nowadays, people from outside that are not trained are becoming hosts. I mean, like, and that's not, that's not even saying anything bad, but like, there right. are actors, sometimes... Influencers. Uh, influencers, sports yeah. figures, right. they're becoming hosts. But there is something about being a good host, mm-hmm. right? Yes, absolutely. There is something. Yeah. So, I mean, I want to explain to people, like, this is not something that everybody... It, it's learn, it's teachable. It's, but yeah, not, definitely teachable. But not everybody can naturally do it, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not like acting. You can be an actress but not be a great host and vice versa, right? Right. And I actually even struggled with becoming a host coming from a news background. And I had to go to a lot of coaching because what you do in news is very different than what you do in hosting. And it took me a while to figure it out because I had... You know, I thought you can just walk in the room and start asking questions. <laughs> yes. So I can see you as a news person. 
right. I totally can right. see it. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm, I'm kind of going back a little bit to news just because I'm like, ah, I cannot get Northwestern University School of Journalism out of me, for God's sake, you know? <laughs> and so sometimes I still sound like a newscaster and I want to ask questions like a newscaster. And hosting is very different. It's much more personality driven. And one of the first things um, that Marky Costello did with me, who was my coach, um, she said, well, what do you think? What do you think? And she just kept pushing me because as a journalist, it's not about what you think. It's about no. what, what is the story. And so, right. but as a good host, you have to be ready to interact and be ready to be vulnerable. And I'm like, oh my God, this is painful. <laughs> it was actually painful for me. <laughs> wow. You, know, you, said so, you said several things that are very important because hosting is partially you, mm-hmm. personally mixed with some kind of... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, professionalism. Right, right. Like you look at Ellen DeGeneres, for example. I think she's probably obviously one of the best in the business, that mix of personality. But at the same time, sometimes you don't feel like you're getting the full story from her. You know, so she's so got... you go to Oprah. Right, or, right. Even, even Wendy Williams sometimes mm-hmm. will get the full story mm-hmm. sometimes with her. Or Larry King. Or, or yeah, Barbara there's some, so it's different styles. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. Carson Daly, you know. I, yeah. I feel like we don't even really see him. But that's one of the strengths of him as a host. I feel like he lets the talent shine. So I think it's also knowing... Um, your audience and what they want to see, knowing your, you know, what is the objective of that program too, and how much of it is you, and how much of it is letting your your, your other people shine and being able to step back. So that that's why it's ba- it's a lot of it's a lot of learning, and it's not just sitting in front of the camera saying hi, I'm pretty. And yeah, one of the things my my coach said to me, she said, no one cares about your pretty lipstick. <laughs> Meaning, you know, it's not just about sitting there and looking pretty. There's right. a lot more to it. I've well, one of the things for me, and I, I'm not, I just love having, I have I have not had this conversation <laughs> with anybody, so. It's like this is fun for me. I'm having it on, on camera. Um, the camera. That was something that because uh, I'm a radio. I come from radio, oh, so okay. radio oh, well, makes sense. Total right. sense. Yeah, my voice. Yeah. I come from radio. Three years and next best week, voice years. for Thank radio. You. Thank you. Three years in radio so far in June. So, um, so I was getting used to the cam, and then I was an actor at one point too. So the camera has always been this thing, and various and various mediums to either. Ignore the camera. Right. Uh-huh. Or somebody just look at the camera, make it your friend. <laughs> and in hosting, you're looking at the camera most of the time. Right. Like in this in this situation, I do both. I look at you, I look at the camera. I feel like that's my people are with me, they're right there, so I'm talking to you both. It was it was hard at first to yeah. not look at the camera and then look at the camera and then not right. like because I'm an actor it's like, don't look at the camera, just act the camera's right here. Yes. And yeah. now action. You're like, uh blah blah and then Oh, but no, I can look at the camera now. The camera's my friend. Okay, it's fine. That can be hard to you sometimes. It is. There's so many elements to balance and, um, you know, learning how to juggle them, learning, especially when you throw in things like if there is a teleprompter and there are a camera sometimes and it goes out and then you're like, okay, now. (laughs) Well, with news, was there anything that, like, a big flub that happened? Oh, there were so many of them. It's hysterical. Um, I think my favorite one, though, was when I worked at WHO-TV, which is an NBC affiliate um, out in the Midwest, and, of course, bad weather is... Yes, you know, of course. But that drives yes. up the ratings, so I was always sent to cover it because it was always our top story, really? and I was one of our top reporters. So it was like bad weather, send Shay out there to do a live shot. And we're telling people, do not come out because it's so bad, you will die out here, you know. And so I would be out there going, you know, the one saying that. And one time, just as we're getting ready to go on air, they throw to me, and this blast of icy air comes, and I go sliding down the cliff. Oh, my goodness. And the only thing coming out of my mouth is F-bomb. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, and Lord. we're already on air. Oh, oops. <laughs> and I have to thank this guy named Ed Wilson, who is still okay. there. He okay. is still the meteorologist. And Ed said, he totally covered for me. And he said, 
I don't know why we send the smallest person in the newsroom out in the most ferocious conditions. And so then all of a sudden, all the viewers are writing in going, how could you do that to that poor oh, girl? How funny is that? Why did you do that? Wow. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there are so many flubs when you're live. Yeah. You just can't control it. And you just have to learn how to run yeah. with it and hopefully watch your potty mouth. And yes. I have, well, because all I do here is live to you. This is live right now. I've done over thousands of hours of live to you. I, so, for me, I've come up with sayings like cheese and crackers. Oh, that's good. God bless that's America. Good. I, see, that's a strategy for me. Oh, that I like that. I do. That I, I have fa- and now the fans know when I'm about to right, say something. Right. They know what I mean. I'm all kiss my grits. Oh. No, things like that. <laughs> are you from the South? My family is, yes. I was going to so. say, I haven't heard the word grits in a long time. Yeah, I'm from Louisiana. I'm from Louisiana. Okay. So. Louisiana. Louisiana. Yep. So I, yeah, so I find my, I found myself um, substituting words to make so I don't, because you know you can't cuss or anything. Right. I've had a few come out here and there, but I'm usually pretty good about them. I, I don't yes. know where I get a truck driver mouth. You know, here I am, this wonderful little Baptist I girl know. from Georgia. <laughs> it's, it's the newsroom environment. It goes back to that. Well, I'm, I'm going to sure. blame it all on yeah, that. Yeah, sure, know? why not? What I say sometimes, the ones who have a cuss are of highly intelligence. Oh, well, I, I will believe that, too, then. Uh, I'm really intelligent, then, <laughs> off camera. I'm really, I no, but I love your strategy, though, because then it can, can kind of voice frustration and maybe be a little cued yes. to your team. Okay, something's yes. not working here. Right, so like, okay, God, <laughs> Let's adjust. Was, like, cheese and crackers, right, what is I'm going on here? Right, I'm going to have to think here? of something. Think I don't know. I'm gonna, I am. Natural. This I am. Natural yeah, that feels so natural. That's a strategy. I, I do it all the time. I've been doing it for years, and now they become sayings. Right, get ready right. Now, news, I always tell myself, I don't want to do news. I have a nephew who does news he's in he's in south carolina um i think it's just must be just so i mean it's anything good news it's always like bad news it seems like you know unfortunately that is the nature of that beast and that's what drives ratings that's what people tune in for occasionally you get you know the good stories like the royal wedding or something like that but really it's it's just not wired to be a feel-good medium and that was frustrating for me and like one time i tried to do a story i did covered a lot of crime and um there was a man that rescued somebody in a wheelchair who was being robbed and i thought here we go here's a nice little you know batman and civilian clothes story my news director nixed it Wow. So we don't we don't do that kind of story, and that was really frustrating for me. Um, and so I, you know, if you watch some of the networks, though, they are starting to put you know the person of the week or something like that at the very yeah. end. Yeah. You know, something to yeah. <laughs> to give some hope to the, the viewers. Oh, right? Geez. We need it. We need it. We do. We do. Um, and I wish it was a little bit different, but yeah. it is the way it is. How long, how long did you do news? Oh my goodness! Um, ah, a long time. Long Ever time. since graduate school. Okay. So. Um, and it's just something that uh, I, I felt I wanted to tell stories that um, make a difference. I wanted to, to be at the front seat of the things going on in the world. But at the same time, the personal toll, I never, they don't, they can't prepare you for that yeah. in, in school. And especially when all you see is death, 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 oh, because I, I mainly did crime. It, it yeah. really, t- you know, I really shut down. And, and I knew I was pretty shut down when I think I mentioned this a year ago, you know, we had this execution going on and um, of, a, of an inmate and. I was furious that my news director wasn't going to send me. And he's like, you're going to witness an execution. And I'm like, that's fine. That's what. That's my job. Right, right, right. Hello. That's what you guys pay me to do. I mean, there was literally no heart that's, in me left. I'm like, so what? What's the big deal? I'm like, it's just another story. <laughs> oh, my God. But I, mean, I mean, it's almost, I used to be a nurse. So it's almost oh, like they're... So Good yeah, we know. I didn't yeah, know about I was, you. I was a nurse, and wow. so um, and I was a geriatric nurse, so I had a lot of oh, death. Also, oh wow. Um, so, but it, there's a point where we don't get 
detached, but we get a little desensitized yeah. a little yeah. bit. You know, we're yeah. we're professional, we but it's like you see so much death or so much sickness. Yeah. And you said at some yeah. point, you know, it comes in, you just, you handle it. Yeah. Yes. I guess yeah. you do the same thing. You yeah. handle You're trained it. to do it. And I, and I felt like that's why I wanted to, I wanted, so I wanted to still use my on-camera skills and everything I had learned. And I thought hosting would be a good way to, hosting and both acting, to really come into a different side of who I am that I didn't have to live shut down and live desensitized yes. to the world. And, yeah. And so that's what my journey has been into hosting. We're going to show you on this program. I always find little videos here and there. This was on one of her pages on, on Wait, YouTube. Wait, a video? Let's show that right <laughs> that's now. That's awesome. This Listen is perfect. Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about this. So. I love horseback riding. Black first girl on horse. That's right. I love it. I love it. You'll you don't see, see that, very that often. too often. No, right. you don't. Nope. No, you don't. But you're behind the scenes training for a movie, right? Yes, that is actually having its premiere on June 9th, A Horse from Heaven. Very good. Dave DeVos is our yes. wonderful director. Yes. That was an amazing project. Okay, tell me about and, it. Um, well... My what, can you, what can you tell me about it? Um, what can I tell you? Well, it premieres at Grauman's on June 9th, right. and okay. um, it's, a, it's a family-friendly film about this girl who uh, is kind of lost in her world and, and, and develops a relationship with a horse that really changes her life okay. and the lives of okay. her around her. And I play the part of a teacher, and um, I think mine got cut, though, so oh. uh, so you'll see me in some clips, but my, yeah. my speaking role, we had some problems on the day of the shoot, having to okay. make some transitions. But I stayed working with that project for several weeks just because it was a just an amazing group of people. Yeah. I actually was raised around horses in the Midwest. My okay. family was living in a small little rural town, so wow. a lot of my friends had horses. We just, you know, go hop on the horse after yeah. school. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so I grew up um, with that, which is very unusual, uh, like you said, for black yeah. people, but it's something I still love to do. I, know, I love horseback riding. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm so not your your city girl. It's funny. I'm like, okay, oh my God, give me a horse and, you know, some weeds and a mountain. And you'll be happy. I'm totally happy. I love that. No, I do. I, I love the open air, too, yeah. trust me. Yeah. Um, what is, what is one thing from your acting that you actually bring into your hosting? Is there anything you bring into it or is it completely separate? Um, they are separate. I would say for me it's uh, the thing that I have battled, which is that being vulnerable. And in acting, it is completely vulnerable and yes. completely transparent. And sometimes your emotions can actually take over when you're in a scene because you're so sensing and feeling exactly what your character would be. And next thing you know, like one time I was auditioning for something and my husband was supposed to, in the, in the, the actor husband was supposed to be leaving and I didn't know if he would return because it was on, going on a dangerous mission. And just something hit me where I just started bawling uncontrollably wow. but in the realism i just kept thinking well so many people go through this in real life oh, yeah. and so um that sense of vulnerability which was a change for me from news because news it's all about not showing my personality not showing um when i want to cry about a story or something like that and so hosting oh, yeah. has and hosting and acting both have kind of opened that part of me i'm still working on it just because i think you know coming from a military family too like so uh, i've got like the triple curses yes. like i am strong do not uh, even like you yes. know never gonna see a tear here <laughs> oh my goodness well i'll tell you for me and a lot of fans know this on this show i've cried many times mm. um but what broke you for me is i lost a brother so oh, i think that right. and i found out after one of my shows so i was oh, here when i found gosh. out so yeah. everybody kind of knew like they might right. knew i lost a brother and the fans right. were so you guys were right. so wonderful right. as you guys know were so wonderful to me but I know after that i found myself just really opened up it really helped mm. my hosting yeah yeah yeah. So when yeah. I tell you know, it's, I, I had uh, on this show I had Miss Miss um, Miko Branch, who mm-hmm. does the CEO of Miss Jessie's hair care products, mm-hmm. and she had lost her sister, um, and they were a book together about you know and we, were, we were talking, 
I was going to be more compassionate. I, yes, I, like, and now yeah, I can get it yeah, a little bit because yeah. it's like I can be present with her fully. Yeah. That's where the vulnerability comes in, being yeah. present. Yeah. That's saying you're not present now, but it's like you can be even more present when you're vulnerable and you're feeling Absolutely. the emotion and, that kind of guide them. Mm-hmm. And and that can really, as as a host or an actor, those two things um, are just, are, they're gold, you know, yeah. to be honest with you. When they happen on camera, that's the moment, again, you know, it goes back to that red carpet question too. Those are the moments you wait for. Yes. And um, that, that really make people feel like they're connected to you too. And mm-hmm. so that, you know, I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah. But um, it's, it's helped me but, out. Yeah. 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 It has. It hel- yeah. It's helped me. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I mean, I know Oprah was the first to really, Oprah yeah, was the first yeah. to kind of let really, the emotions yeah. out. Yeah. Donahue was close, mm-hmm. but Oprah actually cried yes. with her guests. Yeah. And that's, you know, everybody's an ugly crowd. I guess they always talk all the time. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, black women do not cute cry. We do it just, <laughs> have you ever seen one cute cry? No. no, no. I don't know why. What is that? Not going to happen cute. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, but my cries aren't pretty either. And I'm like Vegas, and I, I have I have cried happy tears on this show. I've oh, cried bad. Yeah. I mean, when I celebrated my two year anniversary, I just started oh, crying. Like, it's, it's like because yeah. you know the thing about being host, and, and this is something that I don't take for granted. That I have a show, first of all. Uh, I'm a black man who has a show. Right. I'm talking to another black woman who has history and in, in news and hosting and acting. Like we look at look at us. Yeah. I'm like, and we're on our way up. We're moving, we're, yes. doing, we're doing, making yeah. moves, doing yeah. things. But I don't take it for granted. I just really no, don't. No, I, I, I can't take it for granted because um, my dad's a military guy, yeah. and um, just you know, my idol, and just knowing what he was willing to sacrifice. I mean, he really instilled in us a, a love of country. You know that um, as a black person, and now having traveled around the world myself. There's no place I have the freedoms that I do in America. And I do not take, I don't care what people say right, about, no, right, right, you know, how right, bad things are. Right. I, I have been where, you know, as a black woman, especially uh, as a I'm single sure. black woman, wow. I, I'm nobody in a lot of places. Yeah, and I'm so sure. to be able to have the opportunities I've had in this country, I don't take it for granted. And, you know, now talking about being vulnerable, like my dad is in a, in a place where, you know, his health is declining rapidly. Uh, and I'm like, Dad, I want to honor you somehow yeah. with my life. I don't know what yeah. that's going to look like, yeah. but I'm going to make sure sure that, you know, and he taught me to be a fighter. I'm going to fight for something that matters. I'm going right. to fight to make a difference. I'm going to fight to make my voice heard. And you cry. <laughs> oh my Jesus, I gotta know. So yeah. that's good. That's good. Yeah. So. so y'all got me already. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm starting already. That's good because I always say that our, our ancestry, whether they're related to us or not, they're related to us. Yeah. Um, and in this country, people like Oprah Winfrey, you know, who, you know, I mean, was this, didn't look like what yeah. we saw on television, yeah. um, or Whoopi Goldberg, who mm-hmm. carved a way out in, in Hollywood. And I look at them, and I just, I just think, wow, 40, 50 years, we, we've come this far yeah. that we're still, we still have a way to go, of course, but I, just, I, I don't take it for granted. We're still all connected, yeah. and, they, and they did things so that we don't have to. Yes, exactly. You know, and, and talking about Oprah, I was um, being raised in Chicago when her show first came on. Oh, wow, okay. And, um, you know, the other little kids, we, it was a mostly white town. In fact, almost all white. And unfortunately, the only other black family had the same last name. Are you serious? You weren't <laughs> no, related? Not related at all. <laughs> I could not get That's away with weird. doing anything. I know. Not, and we weren't related. Could not do anything because they would say, oh, there was a little black kid, you know, that was out after curfew. Oh. And they'd just call one of the house. 
Collins, and, oh and their God. kids were good. <laughs> oh, they're good. It's so funny. You're like, you're no, kids. I was a bad kid. And I love that. I <laughs> yeah. Love that. So, wow. um, but I don't. And so everybody would tease me, calling me Little Oprah. They'd be like, Oh, you're gonna be yes. Little Oprah. You mean? Oh, that's my alarm for checking in on the plane. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> How okay. am I gonna get so over this, there and this, turn this, that okay, off? So go ahead, and if you want to go over there really quick. Okay. Like, I got to do a commercial do I have thing. Headphones on. This is real life, you guys. This is our life of a host. She has a thing to go to. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you one of the reasons why that we um, have these shows here at AfterBuzz TV is because of our fearless leader, Maria Menounos. She can go right, you can go right over there. Just go underneath or whatever. The camera's on me. Let's just go over there and do it. This is real life, folks. This is real life. Okay. One of the reasons why we do this is because Maria Menounos, our fearless leader, who supports this show. I mean, she totally supports this show. Um, she has a podcast. And her podcast is called Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition. And it's hosted... By her, and it drops every Friday on iTunes. Um, Maria has a very diverse um, so people cast on people on her shows: celebrity influencers, um, people from different walks of life. She does things on, on health and wellness and career and relationships and finances. Um, she does I mean, really in-depth interviews, and I've walked through some tips by listening to her podcast uh, many times. And she's just, and for some of you guys, they always say she's the big sister you always wanted. Well, for me, she's a little sister because I'm a little older than she is. <laughs> uh, but she is one of the nicest people that I know. And I say, everybody, go to iTunes, go and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menunos. It's free. And I want you, what I want you to do is, if you do go subscribe and comment and rate. Let them know that James Lott Jr., that's right, J-A-M-E-S-L-O-T-T-J-R, from Breaking Into a Black Hollywood Live, sent you there. Make sure you do that. Uh, it's called Conversation with Maria Menounos. And you just check it out. It's, I mean, it's, it's good, I think, for anybody, any age, gender, just check it out. Um, one time she did a whole thing on pet care, So because we love, she loves animals, we love animals. And she does things on health because she had her health issues. So it's, it's a great program. So you should take it, check it out every Friday. That's why we get to do that here. Um, and again, with this show, thank you so much for supporting the show. Barefoot actually supports my show, too. And that's why we're drinking Barefoot Bubbly. Because they sent me a case of all kinds of goodies and stuff. And, uh, and I just love that their, their stuff is so good. Trust me. Folks that I know who don't even drink champagne like their champagne. They have all kinds of flavors. So cheers to you, Mache, of course. And cheers to you out there. Um, and they give some good stuff. So, and their prices are good. Their prices are really good out there for some of these. Like you can get some of these for like eight ninety nine, nine eighty nine, and they're nice big bottles too. <laughs> I'm like, I like lots of alcohol. <laughs> so I'm sorry to say that to you guys. So that's our commercial portion of the show. Are you, have you checked in? I haven't. I'm waiting. I'm, I mean, it's coming. It's coming. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like this strategy with Southwest. You got to oh, set your so alarm. And then, funny. Because <laughs> um, well, where are you headed to? Tell so me where I'm, you're headed to. Okay, I'm heading up to San Francisco. I've got a big gala up there on Thursday for Presidio Dance Theater. And they oh, do, yeah. yeah, and they're a great organization that provides free performing arts education for underserved youth, I guess is the, yeah. the politically correct term today. Yes, yes. And, yes, yes. Um, and so I have been um, working as a communications officer for them, handling their oh, press wow. and media outreach and everything wow. like that, because it's going to be also at one of my favorite venues, which is at the Palace of Fine Arts Theater oh, it's on place Thursday. Is Isn't it incredible? And it's been redone. And oh my yeah, God. so I'm like, this is my dream to be able to do events in the Palace of Fine Arts Theater. Wow. And, oh, wait, um, wait, 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 one second. Marissa? Um, did you go there when you were up there? Isn't it beautiful? 
Yeah. I'm like, we love art. So I was, I was wondering if you went and you saw it. It's, it's a, a gorgeous it's a, building. Gorgeous building. Yes. Um, so we yeah. get to, so it'll be a dance performance. It's called um, with uh, all kinds of different cultural dances. Every, oh, almost wow. all kinds of countries represented. Wow. And um, this organization has done an amazing job with just, you know, making a mark in kids' lives through the yeah. performing arts. And unfortunately, the founder is wrestling with breast cancer. And oh, so dang. some of the work that she would have done, I stepped in to, to okay. do. And yeah. so that's kind of how that all happened. Damn cancer. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm not a I'm fan. I'm yeah. Not a fan no, at all. It's just, no. it's just, it. It doesn't care who you are or what you are or what gender or orientation. It is just bad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so under sad some circumstances, but you know, it's that showbiz term. The show must go yeah, on. Yeah. And together, the team decided, you know, this this show must go yeah, on. Good. And so that's what we're doing. So I get to fly out uh, tomorrow to head on up there. <laughs> are you make sure you're checked in yet. Is that I, I'm all checked in. I'm all set. Yay. I got the A group. <laughs> like the thing in Southwest, if you don't get that A group, you that's may as true. well like. Go to Iceland, you know, because who true. knows what's going to happen. That's so true. Oh my god! Uh, but I, know. I lo- gotta love them. I lo- I do love that airline. Oh, if, if your plans change, like you know, that's they're they're golden. No, so, seriously. And 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 it comes. Okay, folks out there. Okay, your host that goes out to travel places, which I travel places sometimes for things. They're good because they, their their rate of crashing very low. <laughs> I was talking about that. They're very low. They they leave on time mostly. mostly. Leave on time. Mm-hmm. They're very good about that. And he's have connections to everywhere. It's like we can kind of get somewhere through Southwest and their prices are not And bad. the free baggage check thing yes. for the first two. You can't beat it these days. No, you can't. So. I'm sorry. Sorry, Spirit Airlines. <laughs> I was going to try them for the first time. but They're going to dive you. So, yeah, the, the ticket's $9, but then, let me get started. <laughs> I don't, let, me, let me sip my tea. Let me sip my tea. James having a little moment. Mm-hmm. This is that. Oh, oh you're so sweet. Yeah, so like, <laughs> you know, just bless your heart. Right, mm-hmm. right. This Southern expression. Yes, exactly. I want, I'm going to start on start in on Spirit Airlines. Um, okay, so the thing about hosting, I really, really, I really want people who might be watching this who want to be hosts. What is one thing you wish someone had told you when you started? Oh my goodness, I would say um, it's that saying: "It's a marathon, not a sprint." You know, you think it's going to happen pretty quickly, yes. especially if you've got some connections right. and you've been on camera before, or if you're an influencer. And that's usually just not the way it works. And it's, um, you know, making sure you take the classes, take making sure you're you're constantly learning and constantly growing. I like that. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and that you know, and when you get in the room, I think that really the thing that set me back for a while was getting these really big auditions, some that would be months and months long. The process. I know those. I've been a few of those. Oh my gosh! And then you don't get it, and <laughs> right. it's heartbreaking almost yeah. because you put months in, yes. of investment into. Oh, yeah. This audition. I've done sizzle reels. I've recorded right. things and mm-hmm. it didn't mm-hmm. come through. And I think that what I would tell somebody is that means you've made it. If you're there, you've made mm-hmm. it. It's not the just getting the job that means yes. you make it. And that would change the mindset, I think. Because yes. I was like, oh, my God, I'm a failure. And, I'll, right. and I just need to quit the business, you know, because I wouldn't get it. <laughs> and no, honey child, no. there's another expression more, you know. Yes. You have made it if you're like getting that. in that room. I like that. The thing is, if you get called back yeah. for anything, yes. Yes. that's success, right? You've done right? something. You've, you're doing something absolutely right. Because mm-hmm. how many hosts are out there yeah. trying to get yeah. callbacks? Yeah. You know, and I have, there's one um, casting agent um, that when you walk into, um, when I'm doing some of my auditioning, yeah. and they say, you are one in 2,000 who uh, was um, submitted for this role. God. Don't take it for granted right. that you're in this room. You're yeah. here because we want you here. Because usually there's only 24 or so right. that are called in for that addition out of the two to four thousand yeah. that have submitted, and that's the same thing with 
posting, you know, especially for some of the big jobs, you know, like QVC or some of the yeah, other ones, yeah. you know, which we get those castings in our group. Oh, yeah. You're talking, those are international castings. Mm-hmm. And so to even get a call is is a huge accomplishment. Oh, I smile. Yeah. I mean, I mean same thing when it comes to when I book a guest or somebody, I'm like, if it's somebody really big in there and they actually say yes to me, I'm like, that's a, that's a good, that's good. Right. They saw right. me. They're saying they're right. considering right. me. Yeah. And that's why the Emmys were very important to me because it was my, I had applied before and didn't get it. Oh. And now they finally, I guess they said, I, the Academy said I was worthy as JLJ Media to go do it. Congrats. Wow. And it feels good. It feels you know? good. And I think learning to celebrate what um, the, the, the victories, the, even if they're small, and um, and really taking a moment to just yes. do something that feels good for some, yes. you know, to celebrate yeah. so that it's not just this drudgery and it's not just this oh, marathon, <laughs> slow, right. you know, agony. Um, right. Because it, it takes a while. And I know um, it's it's a journey that, you know, it's going to have its ups and downs. Yes. You know, and sometimes the downs are going to feel really down. <laughs> they are. And that's, that's the thing I had to, re- I had to really, um, even for me, I've been in this business 10 years. And it took me at the eight-year mark to finally get that it's going to ebb and flow all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and even when you've made it on a show, like a friend yeah. of mine, she was on the Marvelous Inhumans, which didn't, you know, get yeah. great ratings. Now it's canceled. Right. And so, and but she, her journey was amazing. You know, she went in, um, in her acting school. They told her, you know, you're so bad that we don't think we even want you in our showcase. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. And then, but she wouldn't quit. You know, something Good. in her was like, I feel like this is still what I'm made to do. And the next year here she is on in, on a Marvel, um, with the Marvel's franchise. Yeah. And now here it is a year later and now that show is canceled. So mm-hmm. talk about ebbs and flows. I mean, we're all going to have them, and I think it's learning not to let this business be your identity. Because I like that. Yeah, that's what I've definitely had to learn for sure. Because again, if you if you allow that to become your identity, then you're going to be a mess. You're going to be pulling the Britney yes. Spears shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, yes. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I like that. I love that advice. I, it's one of those things. Where, like for me, I have other things going on. You have other things going on outside of hosting, and that has helped me. Because I do have other outlets. I do. I yeah. do music. Yeah. I do writing. So I have other outlets that I do in the meantime. Yeah. You know, luckily, but I have a show and I do host podcasts. But like, there is, I mean, there's things I do go out for. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you get calls, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I think my outlet is definitely, you know, family and my neighbor's kids. They're six oh. and four now. And I just love spending time yeah. with them because it brings me back to, okay, this is what life was like as a kid and how can I get some of that wonder and yes. awe and fun and yes. excitement back into my own life and some of that's yeah. just you know spending time with them and like before I came here I left a little um, uh, treasure hunt for them <laughs> you know because I have this teddy bear they love and so I went and found the teddy bear and I hid it in one of their rooms <laughs> and I put a treasure hunt and I'm like you know what this is life right here it this is, is I'm, really I'm so glad you said it because I you know I have grandkids I have kids and grandkids oh my goodness. so um, when I go see them I'm Papa Jamie they don't care yeah. that I'm yeah, on television exactly. yeah. or I have an album yeah. out or anything. Yeah. They can give yeah. two craps. Right. Um, and that's a great leveler for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does keep me ground. Like, you know, whether this hosting thing works out or not or whatever, I still have them to have my life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think for me, it's you know my day jobs have definitely been the leveler too. Yes, yes. Because I, you know, the, and that's the another thing you asked me. What would hosts know? You're probably yeah. going to have to have a day job. Yeah, and that's just the reality of the thing of the business too. A lot of the jobs do not pay well, even when you are getting you know on the red carpet and everything. Right. Those jobs pay. They are, they're not paying you enough to live on, honey. No, no, <laughs> not, they're not in L.A. At least, no, they're not. You know, maybe if you're going to Missouri or something, but yes. this is going to be a little hard to audition. Well, I also, also think that as a host, and you tell me if you agree or disagree. 
that you kind of have to know what kind of hosting you want to do. Don't absolutely, you? I absolutely. Um, it helps. I mean, if you don't, obviously, there's a learning process, yeah. and classes can definitely help in getting yeah. feedback of professionals for sure. Um, it's what I had to go through. I really started out more thinking, okay, I, I, I fell into the red carpet hosting okay. because I was working at the Hollywood Reporter, oh, and well, yeah. so it was just yes. a natural yeah. um, transition to yeah. you know I was used to being around red carpet, being around yeah. celebrities. Um, but it's not exactly, I feel like for me, what my strength is or what brings me a lot of joy, to be honest with you, just to Got be it. interviewing celebrities. Um, there's, I want, I want the story to be deeper than that. Yeah, I, get, I get that. I totally get <laughs> Somehow. that. Yeah, Somehow. But it's that. also a lot of fun at the same time too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think, um, I'm still, you know, coming into figuring myself out. And part mm-hmm. of that is just, I'm, I'm embracing finally the fact that I have this news background and maybe a morning talk show is better for me than something else because it's it it's just hardwired into me that if something is happening to be in that moment with it or if yeah. there's going to be breaking news hey i can transition here for you <laughs> let's right. let's go we got some breaking news right you could yeah. yes definitely. and so i'm starting to now instead of you know, forgetting my past, I'm starting to embrace it and say, okay, how can I bring that in to what I I really want to do? So for me, life has definitely been a journey of discovery, of discovering myself and evolving. I like that, actually. Taking some of your past, instead of shutting it or trying to, like, block it out, bring it with you because it may help you. Well, for me, my nursing, uh, my retail experience, my waitering, Mm -hmm. all that stuff Mm -hmm. comes into play when I'm I'm interviewing somebody. Yes, yeah, and I'm going to, Give you my very first. Uh, what, what, what do we say when you're going to say you're going to tell somebody I haven't told somebody else? I'm going to yes. tell something I haven't told somebody else. Okay, I'm going to sit up. I'm ready. I'm ready. You already got me crying earlier, so they got me started. So no, I'm ready. You know, it, it's it's. Um, I was watching, um, you know, from Cannes Film Festival, yeah. and uh, there was a very unscripted moment that happened with one of the actors who was uh, said she was raped by Harvey Weinstein, and you know, we've heard these stories over and over, and it's been heartbreaking. And I, you know, obviously, our industry was due for a cleansing. Oh uh, you know? yes, and and that's another thing. You know, as a host, the sexual harassment you've seen, we've all seen. Oh uh, yes, <laughs> Even I've and, and yes, um, I've seen it. but. I will tell you, I worked for Harvey Weinstein. Oh. And yes. And so the thing, though, you know, what I definitely learned through that experience, life, as dark as this has been, there were also so much of that job that allowed me to be sitting here today um, because I'm like, you know what? I can't just sit around and be silent. I can't just sit around and do nothing when I see, for an example, injustice. So something. So the positive I'm taking from that is it lit a fire to say, you know what? Harvey Weinstein is no different than anybody else in terms of he was just a, he is just a man. Why can't I go out and say I want to do something great for the world? What he, you know, I, I actually have more degrees than he does, right, for okay. God's sake, hello, you know? <laughs> so it lit yeah. a fire in me somehow to say, I, I, God, I wanted my life to count for something a lot more than it is right now. And so that was yeah. part of why I said, Yeah, James, I'll do your show. Absolutely. It's time to, you know, for me, I think to, to stop hiding behind yeah. the things that are safe and yeah. step into things that are unknown. Well, I'll tell you something. Thanks for sharing that. I'll tell you something. I, had a guest who mentioned they were raped. And so I mentioned mm-hmm. that I was raped also. Oh, my God. And it was one of those things where I came to a point where, as host, it's something you also, you'll often mm-hmm. come to at some point, um, how vulnerable you're going to be. And I felt right. like I had to say something. And it wasn't, I wasn't feeling any shame. I mean, I've talked about it off camera. I've done talks at places and stuff. But I was like, but I felt like at that moment, she's being right. real and honest and the viewers are listening, and I'm like, it's it's my turn also to mm-hmm. be real and honest. And mm-hmm. I did feel released when I said it. Mm-hmm. To start on camera, I was like, right. and I was like, I, I was a victim of a violent rape. Mm-hmm. I was beaten up, and the whole thing was crazy. It was crazy, and I survived it. 
and she survived hers, right. and we're both working through our stuff. And I, but like you said, it was a, it was a choice. I was like, okay, I want to share that. Yeah, but I'm gonna hide behind it, and I found I got lots of support from people, of course. Um, but it was like now, and now all my interviews are informed by being pre- again, being I say it over and over again, being present with yeah. my guests. Yeah. And I will say uh, he never molested me or okay. uh, in that way. Only um, I actually ended up getting cl- somewhat close to a family member of his. Oh wow! And uh, and that's why you know it wasn't black and white for me. Even though I felt like okay, I I, I see things that aren't right. Yes. But for me, it was at the same time there was a humanity, a level of humanity that these there are some people here that I have grown to really deeply care about, and their lives are going to be destroyed. Right. And now that they have, unfortunately, anyway. But it's something that for me has, I think, marked me forever. And also allowed me to see that, um, I don't know, for some reason, it just put a sense of destiny in me. Like, I'm where I belong. Yes. <laughs> if I can survive yes. that. And it right. was, that was like the hardest, one of the, <laughs> well, I will say I've had hard jobs in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody right. just, right. uh, uh, but to be able to come out on the other side of that now um, tells me I'm where I belong to. Yeah. So something, so there's, I don't know, you, you might be sensing like this new fire. I'm like, where is my I, territory? I, I Give it to it. me. I love you know? it. I do. I love <laughs> I feel it. I love right, it. I right. feel it. So I feel like it's finally time to come into that moment that all of us have right. and, and that, you know, school can't prepare you for and, right. you know, your childhood doesn't prepare you for. It's something that life has to prepare you for. Yes, definitely. And I and for me especially, I, I just, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, I, I don't take anything for granted and I feel like this is where I am. And so, yeah. you know, and everything leads, everything yeah. that's ever happened to me, I have no regrets. It all comes to this. And this is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And like I was with some people from my my school, Northwestern, the other day, and we were saying, you know, nothing prepares you for royalty, meaning, you know, right. because Meghan Markle went to Northwestern, yeah. and we're like, yeah. that, it, school didn't prepare her for that. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> we went to that school. No, we did not walk around with tiaras on no, her head in class. And she's been interviewed and, by my, right. some of my colleagues here, right. so she's been here. So like, it's, it's like, it's just, I mean, she was an actress. I mean, right. Was, and and it's, it's the things in life, and it's, we get to make a choice, you know. It's no. not that we all have to go out and marry a prince, although if. There are already ones. She out wants there. ones. Anyway, any good ones? <laughs> he doesn't even have to be a prince. I'll say black I'll prince, white prince, prince, whatever. Just like call him prince. Somebody I'm actually running. partial to athletes. I have to admit. <laughs> there you go, athletes. We're here, girl. We're here. I do. I'm very athletic, <laughs> Wilson. So yeah, that that would do it for me. Well, one of the questions I want to ask you about, I want to talk about, um, because it's very important. I think is the whole question of doing things for free versus getting paid. I'm so glad you brought that up. I actually just had a conversation last night with a director, um, and it uh, the the cast and crew were being charged for the tickets to the premiere, and it just made me furious because I'm starting to see this trend in Hollywood. Yes. Not only are people not getting paid, then they're being charged to go see the work that they sacrificed yes. for, and it just got my got under my skin. But you know, we had a great conversation, and um, I, I I think there are times when hosts are going to have to work for free, mm-hmm. and actors too, especially mm-hmm. when you're just starting out, or maybe it's a cause that you truly believe right. in, perhaps, right. and they right. don't have it in the budget. Right. But a lot of times, that it is, it could be in the budget if if the people really cared to give hosts the the recognition that they mm-hmm. deserve. And so that's one of the things I've been fighting for in host in LA, yeah. and that's why I have insisted on transparency in the group from casting directors. If you're not going to pay people, put that in the right. casting. Right. And I, you know, you've seen it. I will I delete have. the casting if it's not there. I because I'm like, we want to know up front, who are you cheap people? Right, yeah, right. No, right, exactly. No, but seriously, yes. Right. Right. You know, so. I agree with that. Let me sip my tea again. I do agree with that. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> so it's something I feel very strongly about. And and I will tell you, and maybe that comes from, um, you know, I am a person of faith. I'm a Christian. Yep. And there's a verse in the Bible that says, pay the laborer who's worthy of his wages. So I'm going to quote some scripture at you. Drop it like that pastor okay. at the Markle wedding, you know. Okay. Um, but mm-hmm. it says, it's a principle that I think that needs to be honored. And, and yeah. for example, in this case with the tickets to this premiere, I mean, that, we're talking maybe 500 bucks for a director who's going to make, you know, how much money off of a right. film. And, right. and I have to give him great credit. He picked up the phone. He called me. He said, Shay, I, 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 I hear you. Oh, well, okay. And yeah. he said, this is what I want you to know I'm going to do about it. So okay. it was it was amazing, you know? And so that was another yeah. example of, you know, I could have just fumed all day. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> you think I'm going to pay for my ticket right, when I exactly. worked right. every day driving yes. two hours to get there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and so it's the principle of the matter. Yeah. Um, but it makes people know that their work is just as valuable as anybody else. I agree. I think people should know to value yourself. And yeah. whether you believe yeah. it or not, we're all connected mm-hmm. as hosts. And when you devalue yourself, you're devaluing yeah. all of us. Yes, yeah. And it's it's something that we all have to learn. I mean, mm-hmm. I have had my own journey with that. Oh, yeah, I've taken too. jobs that did not pay me fairly. Mm-hmm. And um me and too. you know, and we I think we all have and I, I think it's a learning process because there's fear, at least for me, there's been fear of lack of, you know, resources. Yes. Oh God, if I don't take it, I'm gonna starve, you know. Yes. And yes. um you know, maybe I needed to. <laughs> but, it's also, no, but seriously, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I know we get scared because mm-hmm. money, I mean, money yeah. is important. Yeah. And I get yeah. it. And sometimes we'll do things for the money. Mm-hmm. I totally mm-hmm. get it. But sometimes, maybe if, if you eat that one more day, like, so you have faith, maybe tomorrow you got that job you wanted. You know what? And and I, you, we've heard it said for every no, you know, for every time we say no, it's because we're being prepared for the right yes. Yes. And that's a hard lesson to learn, it especially is. when you live in a place as expensive as where we live, you yeah. know. And, and I, I was raised watching my dad work several jobs just, you know, to yeah. provide for our family. Yeah. And so that's kind of been my MO. But I just realized I've been exhausting myself at these jobs that I know are not anything that, you know, I'm being called to in my destiny and that yeah. mean anything to me at the end of the day. And for me, one of the jobs I ended up, you know, I was working 15 to 17 hours a day. I gained, who moved to Hollywood and gains 40 pounds? Like I gained 40 Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm oh. not that tall. Wow, how crazy. So, uh, yeah, so it was like, and it was my body saying, you're killing us, you're killing us, you know. Wow, that's, so. that's amazing. But I tell people out there, just, you know, be careful, be leery, um, know your worth. If you feel like, don't be too cocky about right, it and right. overvalue yourself. Right, right. But if you're starting out, I think, yeah, there's times yeah. where you may have to do, and sometimes it's the exposure more than the money that pays off in the end. Too. Yes, sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Depends on the problem. It depends on the problem. So are, are you paying me today? <laughs> In champagne and compliments. <laughs> That's what I'm paying you today in. Champagne and compliments. I just put you and on I, the I, spot. I, I'm I, sorry, I, James. I love it. I, lo- I love it. I love it. I love I'm it. Totally I love it. She's on fire. Just feeling feisty. She is. She's on fuego. That's Black right. girls rock. That's like, yeah, and you guys do. I, do. I love it. And uh, now, uh, it just times by so fast. So I ask my guests the same two questions on every show. You guys up there, you guys know this. I do not prep them in advance because I want their... Their reactions that are authentic. Language is very important to me, and I think I've, this is my hundred and eleventh show. It's my tenth or eleventh show. I hope it's the hundred eleventh. I like one one one. Me too. So my ones love to look later. See, so I have to count. Okay, I've asked about one hundred eleven people for answer this question already, and it's gonna be a word or a phrase. What word or phrase should we not say anymore in English language? What should word we or not phrase? Say anymore. Um, I would say, I know for me, I mentioned, you know, I'd gained all that, that weight and my body was killing me. And the thing I would always say to myself was, this is just the way it is. 
you know, I come from a family of obese people from generation and generation, yeah, yeah. and I just figured I was on the way there. You know, this is just who, who uh, I am. I, I can't change this, you know, and that would be the phrase I would say. That's just as a lie. <laughs> we can't. Yeah. You know, and it's, I'm not saying it wasn't a lot of work, you know, for my, right. in my example, right. you know, like the first time I tried to run two blocks, I thought I was going to have to call an ambulance. <laughs> I needed a nurse. I'm not kidding. I, I was crying. I, I understand that girl. I totally understand. <laughs> you know, and every day it was like, this might be just the way it is. <laughs> oh, I understand totally. But, but I had watched my grandmother, you know, yep. once the diabetes set in, cutting off her feet, cutting oh, off her yeah. legs. And I'm like, no, this can't be all there. This can't be how no. the story ends for me. Yeah. And it, it took a lot of making that choice. So that would be the phrase is that this is just how it's always been or how it's always going to okay. be. Now, the converse of that. So on, obviously, even on a positive note, what word or phrase should we say more of? Uh, let's see. The word or phrase we should... Don't be afraid. That's new. No one said that so far. I like that. I think because I have battled fear in so okay. many areas. And, and I know it. I've said no to so many possible opportunities when I first started reporting. Um, really? I, I was getting a lot of um, interest immediately because you know I was covering a lot of breaking news. And so I was having a lot of stories fed up to NBC. Within you know the first year, I'm getting a call from CBS in New York. I still remember the, the woman's name, Joan Roth. I don't know if she's still in the business. She said, CBS, we want to create a position for you. And fear just set in really? so strong. I mean, this is the opportunity that I uh-huh. went to school right, for. Right, this right. is everything that a journalist right. wants is for the network to say, we want to create a position yeah. for you. I told him I couldn't take it. I made up all kinds of excuses. Wow. I said, you know, I had just started a new job. I, I, I was committed. I, did, I didn't even have a contract, I don't think. Wow. <laughs> I could have been on the next plane out of there. Yeah. But it was just fear. It was so much fear. And I think for me, that has been one of the things that has truly ruled my life. I don't know where it comes from. Uh, fear of failure, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, has always been, um, I think for people who are kind of high accomplishing, you know, type, you know, whatever people, the fear of failure actually can paralyze us. And so well, I always say, I'm put my life coach hat on, because I'm a certified life coach. Um, I don't believe in failure. I take the word, that's one word I don't say anymore. Um, it's all experience, because mm-hmm. as you said something earlier, and I, I'm, a, I'm a also you know, believing in uh, faith also, I always say that every door that closes literally just shortens your path to the right thing. That's good. That's good. It's closing. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I, may have, I may really wanted that job, and I thought right. that was going to save my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Didn't get it. It just means that was really wasn't right. So close the door. So that path is getting clearer and it's getting narrower yes. and narrower and yeah. clearer and clearer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All these doors are open, so they're distracting me. This is getting clearer. So now I go that way. That's what I want at some point. Whatever that is, I don't really know mm-hmm. what that is. But that's going to lead me to where I want. You know, and I think it's okay to take a moment to grieve the door. Yes. And, oh, yeah, but I, I don't, agree with that. You know, don't let it stop you. You know, I had a door closed just recently that I thought was it. And, and it was heartbreaking, hard. to no, be hard. honest with you, because I didn't expect it to close either. Uh, Everything had been yes, yes, yes. And then, boom. And I'm like, wait, wait. I'm, you know, banging on the door, kicking on the- <laughs> I'll tell you something, folks. I had something that recently, too, that for two years I was involved with. The company dismantled the, the, the yeah. department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. on a track. I was in there. You would have saw me on yeah. some cable network. I was getting there. It was that close. And then 
they dismantled the whole department. Yep, been there, done that for sure. One of my first biggest disappointments. I was called into audition for Extreme Makeover Home Edition, which you know oh, I wow. love yes. home stuff. I think it was 2008 because yes. it was you know just before something happened on that show that yes. you know wiped it wiped the whole show out for yeah. a, for a season. Yeah, I remember that? Yeah, I remember and, that. yeah, and and so, so, so right, so to be in the in the room and I got called back for a second audition on it and everything, and then in the, you know and I love anything to do with home. I'm yeah, passionate about. I know you, I know about, you do. We had yeah, that's that's that, my yes. that's you know my my side you know baby. Yes, it is. And um, so to so to to get that opportunity. And, you know, and it just, it all looked great. And then to have that door close instantly by something I could not control, it was nothing I did, was, you know, so I think when you've been through a series of disappointments, it's harder to let them, you know, just yes. say, okay, just yes. let that door close. Yes. <laughs> um, but you're right. And, and it might, it might be a journey. It's that, that back to, you know, it's a marathon. And, and yeah. And appreciating everything that you take from each of those things, which is what I've really had to do the last two years, you know, with this whole Weinstein thing. Yeah. I've said, okay, I have got to somehow turn this where I'm not mm-hmm. agoni- I'm not in agony over what I could have done. Right. You know, and, and, right. and how can I turn it into a positive yeah. now? And how can I come out from, from, you know, that season of life, which was devastating. Actually, when I was working on the film with the horses, I was actually, you know, running from that. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's um, it's been a, it's been a journey the last couple yeah. of years. I'm not gonna lie; it's been you know absolutely brutal. Yeah, and you're you're a survivor, girl. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you came today. Thank you. Just to come back some time. Absolutely, I would love to. Just, and can I give a shout out to hosts in LA? Please, all yeah, please of our do. hosts, all yes. of you out there. Thank you so much for being part of the group. You make it what it is, especially to our gatekeepers, our casting directors, our agents, our managers who are in the group. Thank you for believing in us. Thank you for giving us a shot. And I can't wait to see where we go from here. I agree. And I, I want and it's really good, it's a little shout out to host New York too over, yes. over there. I have a lot yeah. of friends in New York who are yeah. hosting. You guys are doing great stuff out there too. So I mean it's this is a business that I love it. I love yeah, our business. It's amazing. It's so much I do. fun. I love our yeah. business. And the people you get to meet. You do. We, we are no we're fortunate. I mean, I, I live I live in gratitude every day. I don't. I really don't have any complaints. I complain, but do anything. <laughs> so Shay, where can they find you on social media? I think the easiest place. You know, I've I've kind of pulled back off of social media. Is yeah, a funny no. thing. You know, yeah. host in LA is probably the easiest place. Okay. I think they do have to search for it in Facebook. Yeah, I, um, yes. I am on Twitter under Shay Holland, but I'm not oh, very active. I'm not yeah. going to promise I'm going to get any better either okay. because I'm trying to live my life right now. She is like, it's, a, <laughs> like it's golden because she's ready yeah. for success. Yeah, for more baby. success. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can follow us, of course, on Facebook, the Breaking Into Facebook page. This interview will be on there. It's actually in Hosting LA. This interview is going to be in there, too. The link that's in there now, this is actually going to be the link for the show. So it'll be there for the rest of our lives. You can look at it and, and see. Hopefully you learned something from us, and at least by example, how we're kind of living our lives. And we appreciate every host that's out there. I don't look at it as, you guys are my brothers and sisters, not competition. We are there. We're all in this together to be out there and you know, affect change in the world through our hosting. That's what I hope. That's that's how I look at that. And you can follow me at James Lodge Jr. We're all James Lodge Juniors are sold at James Lodge Jr. on all social media platforms. And I will talk to you next time. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or the host. You will need to surrender all negative thoughts.